Hello and welcome to the Debrief Podcast with me, Tessa, and me, Stevey, attempting to answer some questions, solve some problems, just put, put live wor- some lives, live some lives, put the world to rights. Oh yeah, big time, big time. But very specifically, this week about running mm. and how how to go running. The amount of people who are like. Oh, well, I went for a run this morning and then between, you're like, sorry, you have to, you sorry, have to stop there. Sorry, what you did you do? Stop there. Stop at that point. Can we talk about that more, please? And excitingly, this episode is sponsored by The Economist. Ooh, That's The Economist trumpet. Mm, famously. Um, it's brought to you by The Economist. If you haven't read The Economist before, it's not... Stevie. For economists. No. Oh! Hello. I thought that. First, first curveball out the park. Yeah. I would think, oh, it's just about finance and the stock market yes. and money. But it's not. It's about all kinds of things. It obviously is about finance and business that's in there. But it's about so many other it's things. Like technology and psychology and there's really the great... arts, culture, environment, books, The books, environment. Yeah. It's about so many different things. But crucially, it strips the news of all the opinions and the shouting and the arguing and it just is giving you facts from all sides. Cold hard facts, baby. Cold hard <laughs> facts. And opinions from, from every angle because I think we are so... We follow only people that we like on Twitter. Mm. We're only friends with them and so we are only ever seeing information from our side yeah or whatever you're interested in and it's all that's doing is feeding your own opinions all the time it's like a big echo chamber a massive echo chamber but really excitingly all the debrief podcast listeners you guys get a free copy of the economist if you go to economist.com forward slash debrief so you can try it for yourself and don't let us just blab on about it like get some cold hard facts yourself all you need to do is make, make sure you've got a UK address and you can just get a free but if you are copy. one of our many international listeners sure uh, just send it to someone you know in the UK oh really nice yeah yeah just send it as a gift uh, here is uh, cold hard facts about The Economist my housemate Kat used to get it every week and now she owns her own house and is a partner in her company yes the friend that I know who has The Economist is now the richest man I know. Right, so uh, there we go. Yeah. We, guys, we've done our market research. We only you know two people who... It's 100% success rate. It's 100% success rate. And we're not saying that's what's going to happen, but we're, pre- we're pretty we're sure. We're not, not saying Basically, that. Basically, well. we're going to put our free copy of The Economist in the downstairs bathroom. I say like I've got a downstairs bathroom. I only have one. <laughs> and it's on the ground floor, so it it's is not, technically... It's upstairs. <laughs> I know, it's very upstairs. I'm going to put it in my attic bathroom and everyone will be like, oh... Hello. Oh, I see you read The Economist. Are you a homeowner? No. Mm. And but what, the illusion will be there. Talking of very adult things, what adult thing have you done this week? Are you ready? Yeah, yes, I'm always ready. I got a new phone. <laughs> no! Yes! Oh my God, this is absolutely... This has blown my mind out. Tessa has had... Essentially not a phone. Like, it was like... Go on, explain. So it was really... It was already really old. I'd replaced the screen several times and each time it made the buttons when you called someone more and more sensitive. So every time I called somebody, it muted them with my cheek. So she had to wear a hat over her cheek whenever she called anyone. (laughs) Then the home button came off. (laughs) Then you could So then I I could still get in, but I had to ask Siri to get me in. And then once I was in, I... (laughs) This swipe. has been years. I've known Tessa for so long and it's basically, this is the phone she's the whole time. It's been about, I would say, definitely since when we started the podcast, oh, I remember being like, well, the first adult thing you should do is buy a new yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the early episodes. This is a year ago. Yeah. 
it, it has been a source of great anxiety for me. Yeah, I, think I know, because I, I will try and get somewhere and then I'll be like, I'm so sorry, as soon as I left the house, the phone died. I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't she's get always, anything. She's always attached. You're always attached Ta- Always to attached. I have to travel with several batteries. And if you want a screenshot, you can't screenshot. So, oh, you have yes. to email, <laughs> so I have to email her pictures. She has to WhatsApp me pictures. No, she, she has to email me pictures that I then WhatsApp to her that she can then put Save on Instagram. onto her photo reel, then she can upload them. No wonder you don't use Instagram because you te- really didn't have a phone. No. Yeah. I tried. To, I did actually have to Google the other day put up photos on Instagram from a PC? <laughs> the answer is no. No, you can't do that. Just, no. That's amazing. Um, this so is mine. For yeah. you. What, uh, what type is it? Let's just... It's an iPhone 6 and I have no shame in that. No, of course not. No. So, I mean, come on. It's I'm new. Bo- I'm bought in. I'm balls deep in the iPhone experience. Course, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so but I'm... I have upgraded. I've got, I'm on a SIM, a pay-as-you-go SIM, and then I went into the shop and was like, hello, please, I'm not getting a good enough deal on this SIM, and if you don't change it, I'll leave. And they were like, okay. What this do you want? And I was like, I want to be able to go abroad. And they were like, oh, all right. <laughs> Book me a flight. <laughs> a flight, please. Three mobile. And then Jan at three mobile was like, all right, here you go. I'm off to Bermuda. <laughs> but now no. you can take photos on your new phone. Yeah, yeah, so. I can do anything. I'm feeling absolutely thrilled with myself. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> when you showed it to me, I got goosebumps. And I really, I just thought it will break. I've got it on eBay and put the new SIM in it. And I thought, did. like, why wouldn't you? But they're so expensive it's normally. Unbelievable. I've not bought an iPhone from a shop like, hello, can I buy an yeah. iPhone? Ever. No. What have you done now? Have you broken it? I broke Tom's. No, imagine <laughs> if I broke my iPhone. I, I've had a small issue with your pass, but I'm absolutely going to fix that. broken Tom's pass. I broke pass. Tom's pass. I was too excited and I was fiddling with it, but boy, am I going to fix that in the break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat my pasta. Um, You're going to fix gonna Tom's eat her pasta. I'm going to fix this pass. Um, I'm going to tell you my adult yes, thing. Yes, please. So my friend had a bit of a hard time. Absolutely. And um, rather than just do the whole like, oh, should we go get a drink? Or like, I mean, I've done all that as well. I also thought... Oh my God, I'll send her a gift basket. Lovely. I text her boyfriend to be like, what would she like out of kind of chocolatey things, wine things, cheese things, or I guess fruit things? Mm. They're the only ones I could think of. I've seen Butters of the World. Okay. Well, I didn't (laughs) think that was Butters of the World. No, I don't like butter, please. She said, well, he said cheese. So I was like, okay, I'll get her some cheese. And I went on... I guess a dedicated website purely for cheese gift boxes. Yes. The third one down is called The Gorgeous Gift Box for Her, The Ideal Gift for a Lady. There's four cheeses and it says, What every woman really wants is this fantastic collection of sexy, feminine and indulgent cheeses. (laughs) It's like, okay, I have to get this for her. And it says, Never has such a graceful set of cheeses sat together on a board. Oh. And then you just buy the cheese. So I bought her some cheese. Never have they sat together. A sexy, feminine and indulgent cheese. That's pretty beautiful. So this is my foray into the adult world of cheeses. That's so lovely. Did she like it? She hasn't received it yet. (laughs) But I did put, you know, on like the note that you, like it was a gift note that you can do. I basically quoted the website. It yeah. was like, this is, look at this, ha ha. And then realised they have to yeah, write yeah, that yeah. on the well, note. What a mean thing to do. So they're probably, yeah, so they're probably going to get a load of cheeses that have been spat on. So, well, what a, failed. I think a real failed. triumph of the thought, though. I think thought, the thought is ninety percent of the journey. Yeah, and then if someone um, receives doesn't some receive spat on cheese, some spat on sexy cheese, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. That's really, really lovely. What a lovely thing! Is it going to her place of work? The sexy it, cheese? No, it's going to her house. That She's is really a lovely, lady. A lady for cheeses, sexy um, independent cheese. Sexy independent cheese. That's a Destiny's Child song. 
I believe so, yes. Okay. That's really, really well done. Right, how to run. Do you run? You do run. Yes. It's cool. ish. Yeah. Okay, bye everyone. But that's your isn't that your exercise of choice along with swimming? Yes, but only because I find everything else very tedious. But that's that's how picking your exercise. I know, but I haven't tried very hard. I haven't even sure. branched out. No, I haven't really. But you just find one that you're like, this is the least bad, and then do that one. Yes, exactly. But I haven't joined. Uh, I don't like being told what to do. No, I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> you do. Um, Tessa does the like the park runs, which are really fun and they're free. And you just go and just Google park run, and then you sign up to the nearest one near you. And Tessa will never go at the start. She'll hide behind a tree and join halfway that through. Is, I feel like that is if I that is no that is well, because in I, my head you jump out of the tree as well. I do. Just so you know. I do. Oh, don't. Oh, sorry. From the yeah, height. From the top oh, right. Of okay. The tree. No, I wish I could get up there. Um, no, that is that is due to uh, time issues. I'm so sorry. That is not just to do so sorry that's like I, I missed the start and I'm walking towards I thought it was like a kind of a you can't tell me when, when to start my run oh, I'll start right. it at this tree gosh no right. <laughs> that's like I'm walking towards the start line the runners are already coming towards me I this see. is tedious I'm already on the track yes if I just if I stand here and do up my laces <laughs> people as they come around the corner will just think I'm have just stopped yes and then I let them go and then and I then you follow, and right, then nobody okay. here will think. Apart from the very first people who saw me, mm. but they're long gone because they're, the, they're not thinking. They're not about thinking. They're, they're thinking, thinking about themselves. their PB. Yeah. You no, know, I really want to be a good runner, and I'm mm. a terrible runner. But also, the London Marathon is coming up on this Sunday, mm. um, which is an exciting visual event. So if you're listening and, and you're like, cool, uh, maybe I'll do, you, you, it's too late, you it's can't so join. It's so much too late. And it's you, not for now. Yeah, but maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But also a lot of people send us pictures from doing half marathons and other runs and things yes. uh, saying they were listening to us. That's The thought of someone doing a marathon listening to us makes me really warm inside. It really does. I'm really thrilled. I hope you listen to some good ones. I hope we were very encouraging. We should do... I think we will do at some point, maybe like a three-hour-long marathon podcast. Yes. It is a marathon in and of itself because it's three hours long, mm-hmm. but it's for people running marathons. Yes. And it's like, oh, I see. keep going. And like, That's really oh, great. And we have like loads of like interesting segments mm. that have got nothing to do with running because you need to take your mind off, off running. running. But then every like 15 minutes, we just go, woo! That's really great. And then we just continue. That's doing so well. We're doing so well. So if you're listening to this if running, you actually are using you this are for doing... the London Marathon Oh, oh baby. baby, we so proud of you. You, are, you go. Tess has become an American woman. She's so well, the British don't know how to show support. They don't, do they? We only apart know. from during the marathon when everyone suddenly starts yelling people's names. Oh my god! People have banners. I know somebody that goes with a banner with a number of different, like small banners with very generic names on them to hold up and she just rotates. So like, the, she, oh and my God. God. it was very revealing when, when she said the names because I was like, yes, that is true. Lots of Megans, Sarahs, wow. Lauras and Hannahs. And then with the John? men, Tom, jo- no, actually, no, James. So John wasn't one, James was on. Tom, James, Sam and Adam, I think. And then obviously the name of the person that she's actually watching, if that applies. But yeah. That's incredible. What a great thing. She's there like every year. 
That's so wonderful. We've been several times to watch people mm. and it's very pure experience. It really is. It's like any kind of crowd situation, which I think is why running in a kind of formalised way with other people, like a park run, is probably better than just running yes. by yourself because I don't think I've ever managed to fully complete a run myself. Like no. I always stop or I like go the, sh- like the shorter way. Well, right? that exactly. Like So that is one of the big things about it. Like, if you are trying to get into running is like get into the pack, get yeah. into any kind of... Become a wolf. You don't... <laughs> Run like a wolf! <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. On to all fours and away you go. Yes. That's our top tip. Yeah, get in the wolf pack mentality. And I would never join a office-based running club. But you don't want to see them more, do you? I, you know, I, I'm like, I'd like to be alone now, yeah, Do you please. want to see Sheila in her shorts? No, like... thank you. And also it's so like aggressive and who will set the pace? And maybe I want to go yeah. slower. And, and also then... it's a night, it's like an, it should be a nice break from your day yeah, rather exactly. than like you then bring it in because then when you come back into the office, it's like, oh, and then you know that you've lost and then you're sat next to the person that like ran past you and you yeah. hate them all day. Yeah, I don't think it's that competitive. Oh, I've never been. I'm never competitive outwardly. Mm. I've done like a couple of work yoga things. Mm. Oh, that's nice. And it is nice, but it's very much like in my head, mm. I'm like, oh, Zoe's Bendy, isn't she? Yes, I'm exactly. Not as well. as Zoe. Yep. Then when I'm maybe like in a meeting or something and she makes a good point, I'm like, God, she's Bendy and she makes good points. So it sort of feeds yeah, into fe- the office. You're so right. It feeds in everywhere. Whereas I know that if I went running with the group, I would be I would be appear so weak. Everyone would be like, how can we trust her ideas in the meeting? <laughs> she was so weak. She can't run. How she can she run with this project? No, exactly yes. right. And that's why I can never let on. So I thought what we would do is go mind first. Oh yeah. Then but we'd work from the outside the inside out. We'd so go, say, where is your mind? <laughs> it's on my ed- edge of my, my exposed brain. Yes, don't we all? <laughs> like that horrifying fish with the see-through head in Blue Planet? Oh, I haven't seen Blue Planet None yet. Of it. No, I've seen the first series, but not the second series. Oh, you must get sick and enjoy it. You must. <laughs> That's why I didn't get the flu and everyone else got the flu. Yes, yes. So everyone else watched Blue Planet and I didn't. Oh, well, even just do it once a week. It, honestly, it's... No, I know how to watch TV shows. Okay. Just... <laughs> so you go on, you can go on the la- online. It's on my list, but my on list the internet. is very long. I understand. Well, also, I got there? into a really great show yes, on BBC called Big Cats, which is a man oh. who takes in a baby jaguar into his house and he's like a jaguar specialist. As I would hope. Anyway, <laughs> yes, as, yes. And he is, honestly, it's incredible. The jaguar is called Maya and she's like the best thing ever. It's on iPlay now, so watch it. That sounds so wonderful. So useless. Anyway, so I thought we would start from the inside out and go mind body the mind of a runner the The mind of a runner runner. the body of a runner the socks of a runner (laughs) and then do you need to wear socks yes you must and and finish with some of the external gear oh yes not just the helmet the helmet for example (laughs) your sports the board and your board yes so running Um, mind first mind first so I've been reading this book called Born to Run by Christopher Mc. Dougal. I don't think that's his name. I think so. Sorry, you said it. No, it, I did. It's I said fully it's, his isn't name. Isn't quite a difficult font, everyone. It is. Born to Run by Christopher McDougal. Or do you think McDougal? That's not a name, it's is it? It's definitely McDougal. That's the first one. McDougal. So he... Sorry. I really did think it was that then. Yeah. He was a runner or, mm. you know, was an American guy. I think he had run the, a marathon and was like into running and wanted to be better and then sort of got really injured and had those sort of knee injuries and foot injuries and stuff that like just meant he wasn't a good enough runner and went to various doctors and people who were all just like, don't run. And he was like, but why? Crucially, why 
is our body so hopeless if we are supposed to be runners? That's an excellent question that I haven't ever thought about. Because everyone's always like, it's high impact, so yeah. we should be on the cross trainer. It's like, I don't think Neanderthals were on the cross exactly trainer. Exactly right. Exactly right. They're like, if we are a running species, he makes this really good point. They're like, why don't you see, like, elef- elephants is the weird choice I've gone for. <laughs> why don't you see elephants with, <laughs> with trainers on? Yeah. <laughs> Not what I meant. Why don't you see jellyfish with sweatbands? Yeah, no, what I actually meant was, why don't you see leopards you with bandaged knees? Well, because there's no one there to bandage them. They would if there was a leopard clinic, but they don't I need guess the maybe, Do you mean maybe like, why don't you see leopards with more leg injuries? Yes. <laughs> but why no one's we... going around bandaging the leopard's knees. Yeah, but maybe like, you yeah, don't I see yeah. injuries in the animal kingdom. In... No, because they are, they are built. Yeah perfectly for running which yeah. we should be as well we should be as well and so why on earth are we having all these unless we were supposed to be eaten this is not helpful continue... well I think it is you sure. think it was supposed to be eaten and I don't think we were I'm just positing that maybe we aren't supposed to have got to the top of the food chain like we have because we, we've got to the top of the food chain because we can create things that help us well I think that's a real it's really indicative of like western thinking that we're like we're <laughs> thinkers not movers oh you know God. yeah that's, that's I why think, I don't go to the gym very much as well. Yeah, you're like, uh, excuse me, I'm busy thinking. I'm building this helmet for myself. <laughs> I'm too busy whittling this helmet. But I think actually everything is a moving thing. Yes, Even sure. like chickens that we keep in cages. They're like, it's a chicken, it doesn't need to go anywhere. If you strap a GoPro to a chicken, it travels like eight miles a day. Like it just... Is a GoPro the wrong all word? I can think, no, all I can think about is a chicken wearing a GoPro. Yeah. But I completely, and that's not yeah, the point. If you just yeah. let it roam, like chickens will travel, anything will trust travel. Things yes. are moving, running. You do get, you know, that's why when you're working a nine to five and you don't ever move, you, you sort of get like restless legs. And Absolutely. You, and you have lots of other problems you don't realise because they're all connected with the fact that you just sat down. Yeah, because we're not really supposed to be a sitting, we're not supposed to sit down. Like that's not, oh, I feel very aware. Must chair now. Current, should we stand for this? No. <laughs> well, we're we far away. Imagine uh, if we did this on the move. That'd be so great. Yeah. Right. So, so our minds. How so do we? He, he finds in the book. He, which I really recommend. It's mm. fun. He is quite a bit Americany at the beginning, and mm. that you'll think like, I don't care for this, Tessa. But stick with it. Mm. Perhaps on a long plane journey or something. Okay. It's really very interesting. And he goes and finds this group in Mexico. You know, when we sort of talk about like the tribes that just run forever. Yeah. So he goes and finds this real. group group called the and I'm going to try and say their name correctly so with confidence here it comes he goes and finds this group called the Tarahumara so confident felt good didn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> there's loads of Tarahumara listening going that's not how you pronounce yeah, it you idiot like, um, I'm so sorry if you are listening mm. um, I'm confident they're not because they sort of don't care for any western things at all they live in a very secretive life in Mexico mm. in the deep canyons in, in caves and they run constantly they run like h- hundreds of miles as in just for fun for fun oh wow so they're not even a particularly like hunting a group they don't yeah. they're not doing anything they're just running for fun and they run races regularly to celebrate anything oh great so it's like very much the part of the tribe culture is it's it like so much part of the tribe right, culture. this has happened time for a run time for a run Wonderful. and it's like 80 miles oh god and people just set off and also the run could go for three days yes wow. so they just so the thing run. is because i'm sat here late 20s being like i could never do that that's 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 they must be like physiologically different and then you're exactly. like no because i've spent 20 years not doing that yeah. so i've grown essentially fat and lazy you're so you have come to exactly the point that the whole book comes to and you've don't bother reading the book guys no stevie's done it for you you're so wise and right <laughs> when they sort of came to prominence 
at the same time that sort of like ultra marathoning arrived in the in America in like the late 70s early 80s people were like what have they got what is different maybe they're eating these plants which they were like what is it maybe something's making them special and it's not that at all it's just that we have a totally different attitude towards running this is a time when like money had just arrived into running as an idea mm. so rather than just being like strap on your plimsolls and we'll all go for a run it was like an athlete right so now if you imagine runners you're like we're powerful we're strong we're winners it's all about like aggression and endurance and like getting through stuff whereas really it used to be like well just have just love it I just love it oh that's nice okay so we lost this like joy of running and how that's what they did exactly right how do we get it back we are this born to run we were natural born runners and not just like in our ancestry but when we were little like when you were a small child you just, just ran, ran about constantly, and people yeah. were always like Stevie get away from the road get away from that I mean that oh I've just had a real flashback there yeah stop stop get I'm away co- from the road yeah. constantly constantly into roads. and just being like stop wait for me yeah, yeah. Come, back, like, come back come back come back too far constantly and when you read that bit you're like oh my god yes I remember you just ran everywhere so we are like totally natural runners but we've got this totally broken mindset of like it's difficult and it's endurance and I don't want to do it and it's Mm. it's a hard thing to do and more like I'm sort of born to do this I'm born to do this this is of all the exercises the one that I maybe could attempt the most yeah because you're not born to be on a cross trainer yet so that's harder to maybe work at than running so how how do you change your perspective then do you just kind of so what was that thing you told me about that big fat man who ate his body for a year yes apparently (laughs) right it's not like a man i know but apparently there's a guy and i I don't have all the facts with me now but there was a guy who like morbidly obese and he was going to die and he went on a a strike a hunger strike and lived off his own body fat for like months and months and months and months no one had ever thought that that could be possible like but of course it makes sense but the idea is that your body can like keep going when you're running the moment that you go like i can't do anymore you've still got about 10 hours left before your body actually kicks off kicks (laughs) out stops running yeah and it's all psychological yes there's this nice quote that uh, the body achieves what the mind believes and so so much with running is just about like shutting your brain down and letting your body carry on and getting yourself into a pace that you can just run at for ages and I've heard runners talk about that so often and I'll be like please what are you talking about where they're like you just get yourself there and then you could just run for ages but I've I'm approaching understanding what that is yes um and you just it's the and the top tip is it's way slower than you think right of course (laughs) yes I think I think a lot of people's problem is that they feel like they should be pushing themselves or running faster than they are because they're maybe measuring themselves against people but you don't know how many hours and days that other person that you're measuring yourself against just in that marathon or in that park is run they might run every morning for 12 hours like, yeah. so you can't be like oh, maybe I should be that fast like yeah. I guess yeah running very slow exactly if you I when I set off I'm always like I'm sprint right yes. at the top and, I la- and I'm like oh my god I'm the best runner in the whole world it lasts about uh, 40 paces yes. then I, I'm tired yes. and then I'm exhausted and sad for however long I have to keep going for whereas if you just set off at this like slow steady tortoise pace yeah. you're like oh my God, I can keep doing this. And I'm not crimson yes. and exhausted. I'm not walking. I'm just like in this rhythm. And if you get yourself into that rhythm, you can honestly carry on for, for so long. You yeah. will really surprise yourself with what you can do there. And does everyone, I guess everyone has their own rhythm. Mm-hmm. And the rhythm, how can you, is there any way of like telling? Because I remember someone saying with like yoga, you can tell when you're doing it wrong when it hurts and you're going, ah! You should always yeah. be like, hmm, it's, oh, I can feel it, yeah. but I can still smile and make the yoga face if I really yes. try. Is there something like that with running? Like, 
Yes, they say that you should be able to run at the same pace that you could hold a conversation for. Oh God, I don't think I've ever run right? like that. Right? Wow. I was like, excuse me? I'm too busy being an athlete here. So in my head, I'm always imagining like Steve Cram and Hazel Irving being like, this British, young British athlete here, look at her go. She's yes. taking the, she's set off. Like, And I'm always like, look at me go, Steve. And then, um, <laughs> and then like, you can't keep up that level of impressing no. Steve. You just have to. You can't impress Steve. You can't impress Steve. You're not going to be this amazing runner. You just have to go, like, keep pulling yourself back. And that is, it's just practice, but it's about once you're in it, you'll be like, oh gosh. It really is is exactly the same as yoga, of like, you're like, this is hurting, this is hurting. And they're like, oh, it's, oh, okay. It's this. I guess if you're listening to music as well, sometimes the music beat can be quite, you could get a song and it'd be quite fast and you realize that you're running to the beat. I always run, just can't help running to the beat of the music. I just can't help it, guys. I guess my music is too fast as well because I can't, I mean, I can't run, but I can run, but I feel like I can't. Yeah. That could be a reason. So we've made that Spotify playlist that so many people have contributed to. Thank you so much. Yeah, so nice. Um, that I've been running to and some of the ones that we put in <laughs> that we did are all like Pirates of the Caribbean like very intense mm. and um, Black Skinheads which is just the most like intense like that's a real Steve Cram one for me Incidentally, yes. Steve Cram narrates the Olympics he is the voice of the Olympics just yes. in case that's not a reference for everyone and so that's a real like oh my god I'm here I go yeah. And but it lasts like three seconds and you're like no you're supposed to be out here for hours like, yeah yeah you, so you need you sustained need, bursts of you music need to, actually your music needs to be something just distracting actually do consider listening to a podcast like just listening chat just take your mind away so rather yeah, than it being this like people. power 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 it's just like oh da 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 yeah. so some of the songs on there I was like this isn't enough but actually those have been the perfect ones that have just been they need to be background music rather than being like this is you know what I'm running this to this is what I'm running to I feel like actually yeah listening to a podcast would be a great idea I mean I'm not saying yeah. listen to ours like, I'm not saying to, listen saying to this do. one yeah. Um, but that yeah that would be a good idea because I think like like, then you can find your own beat rather than, yeah, relying on Kanye West. It's very hard to rely on Kanye West these days. <laughs> he's a loose cannon. Increasingly hard to Increasingly rely on Increasingly difficult. phenomenal songs, but they are for the 100-meter sprint. And possibly that is what you know running is from school or, you know, you're like, oh, the 100 meters, that's what running is. Or, it's a, you know, it's intense burst, whereas really you need, you need not Kanye. I see. There's actually a really interesting article about the health benefits of running because I think to get your mind in running, yeah. I often, before I go to the gym or something and mm-hmm. I really don't want to, I'll look up like health benefits of the thing I'm about to do. Oh, great. Because it just makes me go like, of course, of course That's I'm a really going good to idea. do this. In The Economist, who are the sponsors of this podcast, there was a really great piece recently about the health benefits of running in general. It really gave me a, a kind of a kick to start working out more and I'm not a runner but like I can see like I can see the benefit now of just having something that is free that I should be doing I mean like I shouldn't really necessarily be born to be on a rowing machine which is what I'm doing at the moment are you rowing yeah I'm, yeah because I've never done it before so I was like well let's just see what happens if I do this and how are you at rowing fine actually oh are you because I'm quite tall so it's like but I don't have any arm strength I don't have any arm like, strength at, at all. all I've got quite good legs but no arm strength so I thought well I'll do it because then that will maybe give me arm strength but it just makes it it's just so much harder whereas mm. running is sort of something that I should be better at. And I think with going to the gym and with, say, let's just use, use running as an example, you might be like, you know, oh, I, I want a smaller leg or whatever. <laughs> but like, and yes, exercising can make you look better. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, I find, for me personally, a very unsustainable 
reason to yes, be exercising. Absolutely. It doesn't last when you just genuinely don't want to go six weeks down the line. So actually, the, the benefits should be health-related and yes. they're the ones that you should focus on. So there was this really interesting study done, I suppose this is what I've, I was reading about in The Economist, is that experts have found that exercising, specifically running, reduces cancer. And this is like a thing that people say all the time, like, oh, it reduces, reduces, reduces heart disease and cancer, but yeah. they don't actually, they, they didn't know why for ages. And I just thought it was quite interesting why. Yes, um, so when you get uh, like a cancerous tumour or something like that, they've done tests on mice. I'm so sorry that they're poor mice, but they're doing some good work. And they've uh, done a lot of comparisons between the ones that are running a lot mm-hmm. and the ones that are completely stagnant. And it, there's a real marked Do they put difference. the mice on tiny There's treadmill. tiny treadmills. No, little wheels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> little, oh, God. And then one of them is on a tiny cross trainer. Wow. With a little pause up in Once the air. Once I had to join British military fitness, having a terrible time. No, that, see, that sort of stuff is not sustainable. It's, it's not for, for a mouse. Like, it's, no, not for a mouse. Yeah, certainly. Basically, when you get, I'll use tumour as, as an example, but it is like cancerous cells, but a tumour in, in, your, in your body, which is, sounds terrifying, your body goes into full SAS mode. It's like, go, go, go. And one of the cells it produces to go, go, go is called, are called natural killer cells. Just really chilled out, guys. Basically, they ring alarms all over being like, there's a thing here! And they call to arms your body's immune system. Now, when your body is running and when it's doing exercise, but specifically running for this study that was kind of a groundbreaking study, it pumps out adrenaline. And the adrenaline gave the mice like up to five times more of these cells than the mice that didn't exercise. Then they tried giving the mice just adrenaline and that didn't really have as much effect. So they're like, so it's not just adrenaline, it is the exercise. And it's when you're exercising, your body produces this molecule called, saying it with confidence, interleukin-6. Yes. Who is naming these molecules? <laughs> Only when exercising. So alongside adrenaline, this basically helps your immune system fight these cells. So yes, this is a very specific thing about cancer, but it means that there is a lot of research done that shows that your immune system is just better when you when you go running. So if you are somebody that gets cold all the time, if you're somebody who's like, you know, like, oh, I'm sickly or whatever, yeah. you should be going running. And I thought that was very interesting and something to hold on to if you're like, you know, yeah, sure, having a tight butt is one thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then do you want to just be healthier overall? Yes. It's looking like going running is just way more than, you know, getting an excellent calf. Mm. I thought anyway. That's amazing. Maybe be more sustainable when you're like, oh, should I exercise? And you're like... Get yes, my interleukin-6 up. Get my interleukin-6 up. Get so I'm not the one catching the cold all the time. I'm not the one ca- like just being ill all the time. And yeah. also, let's be honest, cancer's terrifying. Do everything you can to stop that happening. Yes, absolutely. Literally everything you can, please. I think that's such a brilliant thing to not be this short-term thing of like, oh, I'd like to lose a bit of weight. Like, Yeah, no. I mean, yes, it does help sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not something that's in my, in my mind sometimes, but it's not, yeah, it's not a lot for the long term, is it? No, really? that's not going to make you love it. No, we don't want a term. So for more articles like that, get your free copy of The Economist. So you go to theeconomist.com forward slash debrief. Then you get sent a free copy, which it's got so much good stuff in it, guys. So thank you so much to The Economist Thank again. you, The Economist. Right, so we've done a lot of mind. Yes, I just have one more mind thing. Yes, okay, m- mind. Mind. Uh, mind. One thing. So some of this is from Georgia Oakle, who's a personal trainer. Oh, and a regular contributor on The Debrief, talking about sort of mental preparation. If you set yourself a goal, and definitely do that if you want to get into it, set a 5K goal or a 10K goal and do it in a race somewhere you get a medal and people clap you and there's mm. a, a clear track. So if you think like, I'd rather stop, you have to carry on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is my main thing. I'm just like, well, no one will know. Yeah, apart from me and now. I'll forgive myself. Sometimes I used to go for a, be like, tell my housemates I was going for a run, run to the end of the street, have a sit down. <laughs> 
and then come back. My husband would be like, where have you been? I'm like, just running. Just, just running. running. I haven't. Yeah, go and force yourself to do one of those. Have a practice before your big one on a going to another race and seeing what it's like in the group and, yeah. you know, when they do the warm-up at the beginning and being overtaken and other people overtaking you. And it's all about really finding that harmony with your body and not just setting off speedy because somebody good-looking has overtaken you and you want to be impressive and not, yes. you know, being like, what does my body need? Who am I? And that really, like, constantly <laughs> checking in with yourself. Also, a thing as well, like, I sometimes feel quite embarrassed going for runs. I feel like I look silly. But I guess... When I'm running, I'm not looking at anyone else. I'm just thinking about me running. Yeah. And if I do look at anyone else, I'm just really impressed that they're also running. Yeah. And if I'm walking along and someone runs past me, it doesn't matter what they look like. They could be running in the most bizarre way ever. They're winning because I'm not running. Yeah. Absolutely. I always think about that this girl can advert woman on a on a bicycle yeah. up what looked like some kind of country hill somewhere and it said, I might be slow, but I'm lapping everyone on the couch. And it's I was a like, great so phrase. There's great. loads of I've started following, there's loads of really great body positive exercise Instagram profiles. Yeah. Just a couple that I follow, but it might get you into because I think we're so used to just seeing like skinny white girls yeah. exercising and you're yes. like, I mean, very few few people look like that and a big thing as well is sometimes feeling like well that's not for me like yoga isn't for me or like you know and it's for everybody and I think you need to fill your social media if you feel if you feel like that which I felt like that and I have friends who felt like that too they found it very helpful to just basically create their Instagram feed with loads of like stuff that makes them go like yes of course because if you can see yourself if you can see yourself in someone else doing mm. it then you can do it as well uh, body posi panda um, body posi panda bo- yes yes um, she's excellent and then other people I like my name is Jessamine and Jessamine is spelt um, J-E-W S-A-M-Y-N. She is so flexible. I've started doing yoga and I'm awful at it. And I find she does really excellent poses that is good for like all body types as well. Millie Smith. It's, I think it's just at Millie Smith. So Summers Von Hess is great because she also like, she's just happy with her cellulite. You know, it sounds uh. so like worthy, but you're like, no, there's not enough people who are just not making like a big deal of it. Just doing stuff and you can see cellulite it's always like a look at my cellulite all well, the I time we came of age in a time when cellulite was a real like joke punchline to things yes. it was a really like and it was really the hoop no, of shame no one really, like, yeah the oh my god no one really understood what it was and and yeah. yet and then as an adult you in ladies change rooms you're like oh we've all got it even also like a, I know this sounds silly, but like the skinniest people I know yeah, it's like a, have more cellulite sometimes than the largest yeah. because it's, it's a fully it's nothing to do with how much weight you've got yeah like it, it's it's genetic and some people will have it and some people won't final one I say is at Darth underscore Bador B-A-D-O-R she's um, Emily Bador and I may have mispronounced that but like she's got she's she's my favourite because she, she looks the most like me as well so yes. you, you always Get follow the person who looks who looks like, like you. you someone super positive and, yes. and, and find your like love for your thing yes I'm realizing that, that, like, like it doesn't matter well, what you look like yeah. running is for you yeah. it doesn't matter you just have to start very very small I guess small baby steps so if you can't if going outside and running for an hour is not for you then I guess just do like five minutes yes exactly and don't be like oh well no one else do it so like so? everyone probably started doing five yeah, minutes the I, first yeah. time I ever run I ran for five minutes and the reason I ran was because a bee ran out, came out of a bush I got really frightened I started running I was like oh this is alright then <laughs> ran five minutes home and was sick in the bath like that <laughs> That is the first time I ran. So if I can do that, then you can start with a five-minute run. Yeah. And that's what all the experts recommend is, of course, running the marathon 
or a 10k or a 5k feels overwhelming but running to the end of the street doesn't so mm. run to the end of the street and then tomorrow run to the end of the next street yeah and just really slowly build it up and invent your own if you're someone who's really who likes that sort of training look up the schedule that says like today it's 10 minute walk then run five minutes on the bicycle or whatever yes then arrest it if, if that overwhelms you as it does me mm. make your own one up yes <laughs> just, yes just keep anything's up. better than nothing anything's it? better than nothing just keep upping your distance there's a thing as well like you know like that run to end the street the first thing I thought was but what about when you get to the end of the street because I've got this real thing about I feel like when I'm running or when I'm doing something and I stop I just don't like I'm too embarrassed but actually the other thing is that again nobody cares so if you stop no one knows that you haven't been running for 20 that's minutes that's what I always think and I always put yeah. my hands on my hips and go <sighs> or like any you watch a bit uh, yeah, yeah. Just, even if you haven't got no, I haven't I've just got to watch on just look at your wrist <laughs> look at your wrist and then press your wrist yes or get your phone out and like press your phone out and be like <sighs> like do, do like a little look, nod to yourself look at the, yeah look so at your like, watch right good work even though it's, guys. it says 27 seconds since you started the run yes nod at it do a bit of acting Give an impression that might be a PB or close to, and you're actually <laughs> you're actually yeah, quite close to close to. You're close quite to disappointed actually, and you you lost some distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. in the middle there, but you know, and it's some all right. stretching as well, and just then like just some do casual a stretch. stretching, and, and then, then walk back and then home. Go home, three doors down <laughs> to where you started, <laughs> because you did more than nothing. Yes, and, and that's so huge. I just thought sometimes people get embarrassed, so that might be helpful. Yeah, oh, I that, do that will for help sure. Me, yeah. I mean, also I jump out of a tree to join park run, so I had to really get over my embarrassment things. Right, so some injury and and body stuff because right. obviously we do find ourselves injured a lot. This is from Martin Hammer, a health and fitness tutor at the training room. Mm. Mm. So if you're looking for a proper, proper, and this is recommended, like if you think like, I think I've got a, quite a funny gait or oh, a funny... I run like Phoebe from yeah, Friends. Yeah, me too. Like that shrimp emoji. That's how I run. You know, like the shrimp, the, the, little, the little shrimp. No, is it a shrimp? Or is he a, is he, what, what's this? Okay. This guy. Uh, he's in my most used. That guy. He's a squid. Oh, the squid emoji. Because oh, right. his hands, because his little tentacles are up in the air and that's how I run. My arms go all over the Absolutely. place. Absolutely, and that is fantastic. Yes. How do you think your legs are going? I think my legs are going like as best as they can. Okay. I think I go a bit knock-kneed. Yep. I mean, God, can you imagine? My arms are going and I'm knock kneed. Like, <laughs> but luckily you're going so fast and no one can see you, so it doesn't matter. So fast. And doing a lot of pretending that I've hit a PB. TV. But I've read recently that you're, it should be, the you should do balls of your feet first and then heels. Yes. I don't. I literally don't know how to do that. It feels so weird yes, when you do you, it. That is so. I would definitely recommend for you and for anybody wanting to get into it, go and maybe get a coach just for one day or one session mm. to have somebody analyze your run, and so they can be like, you oh, can do it in like some sports shops. Yeah, in the top of Nike Town, yeah. you can go and they video your run. That's what they told me. My gait was astonishing <laughs> because my left leg is leading with this correct style, which is toes first, then heels, and nice and soft, and then my right leg is twisted out and then leading with the heel like Quasimodo or something coming at the back and they were like gosh we don't know what to recommend you okay. need two different shoes but that's good isn't it because you can do that and it, you don't have to pay for that do you no you don't have to pay for that you just have to look like you're going to buy trainers yeah. so if they look at some trainers and then go I think I'll come back later and, and get these and yeah. then don't come back they'll fine. never know no. and also Sorry. nobody in Nike Town cares but th those sort of things are in any running shop there will right. be a running machine like somebody will help you so go and do that anyway Ma Martin says that the simple fact is that we, we are born to run our skeletal system muscular system and many other systems are hardwired for us to be athletic runners the problem is that our modern life is in a sedentary world and so one of the things we see is like you for example adopt your heel toe action mm. uh, because of poor hip mobility or your squat technique um, the stiffness in the tibialis anterior or the front of the shin oh, hello 
or shoes that have a raised heel. <laughs> yes. Are you running in your high heels? I am. Yes, there we go. We've adopted it. But trainers sometimes can have a bit of a raised Yeah, absolutely. Thing. So they say that is 101, absolutely not. Oh you've my got, God. Yeah, you've got to get those shoes as flat as possible. Oh my God. Right? You? Jesus Christ. Okay. And then how, what about like how to prepare yourself, your body for running? So loads of stretching. Okay. You want to do loads of stretching beforehand. What sort of stretching? Uh, anything that is, you know that one where you pick up your foot? <laughs> oh, yes. And it stretches the front of your front thigh. Of the legs, all lunges, squats. So anything, like basically just like all the leg squats that you used loads to do and loads in PE. Of, yeah, all those, everything in PE that you were like, boring. Yeah. Let's get the balls out or whatever. <laughs> so I'd shout at the... I was just like, boring. Let's just... <laughs> I was going to make a comment about asking children to get their balls out. So. Um, yeah, loads of loads of squatting of legs and anything. Okay, I'm lay on the floor yeah. and I'm putting my foot on my hip, knee. I'm putting my foot on my knee, knee and then I'm pulling this leg in. Oh, yeah. So it looks like you're sort of like those men that sit in meetings with like their ankle on their knee and they're like, tell me about your ideas. Okay, yeah, great. But you're on, the, on your back. So put your, sit on a chair. Tell me about this meeting. Put get your, off the chair. Put your foot on your knee. Yes. Then fall get off backwards. Fall backwards and then pull that leg in yeah, and yeah, feel yeah. it under here, which is your, your bum. Your bum. The bum. Bum. All your the way bum down. thigh? Your bum thigh. Your bum you buy, you buy, and feel it all the way along there. And so those, the more that you can have like a loose hips. And so I think yeah. actually your squid running is perfect. Oh, great. Keep it nice and loose. And then Marta says, neutral feet, keeping your feet nice and straight. Don't tip them out like a duck. Okay. Um, nice flat shoes, nice supple back and keep your back nice and yeah, straight. Yeah, I often get shoulder ache when I run because I, I think I carry a lot of tension in my shoulder. And I think I run because I've got quite big boobs. I sort of run like that. Yes. I think the boob thing is a huge and unexplored area in the sports world because that's such a male-dominated industry. No one's thought to be like, gosh, what are, what are we going to do with these things? On, they're that so are really, expensive. Yeah. The good ones, basically, the more money you spend, the better your sports bra. But that's not fair. Like, no. it's just... I mean, imagine if, like... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, there must be things that men have to buy to put their balls in or something. I asked a boy that the other day. Mm. I was like, have you ever run naked mm. and if so what's happening How? does it bash about mm. because if a lady uh, sometimes I run to the shops or whatever in my pyjamas upstairs. or upstairs no. but in my pyjamas or whatever and I'll you know you leave your house with no bra and you're like this was a terrible mistake Yes. You feel like everyone's gone. <gasps> yeah. Rosie, I'm just like, you're just walking on me like every Kicking thought. Kicking your like, boobs as you You're go. walking like so up and like, nothing to see, but no bra. Yeah. yeah. So and you're also, feeling. you're like, you can't run, you can't do anything. You can't turn too far quickly. You can't turn. <laughs> so something happens behind you, you've you, got to go no, very slow. No, you've got to be like, so I'm coming in my own time to look at, investigate this. Yeah. And so I, I was like, what do, happens if you, have you ever run about naked? And if so, is it chaos? Yeah. Are you whip whapping? Yeah. All over the place? They swapping all over the place? He didn't know the answer. I know the answer. Please. Because I was speaking to a man about the very same thing Please. very recently. He's a performer and he jumps about on stage a lot. Mm. And there's one point where he has to put his leg up on a chair and he's just like, I just don't want anything to, you know, be hanging around because he's wearing um, shorts Absolutely. at this point. Sorry. I should make that clear. He's wearing jeans. Okay. <laughs> like, God, it's, no, and it's, it's out the bottom it's of out that. The bottom. <laughs> right around his leg like a vine. No, like uh, baggy shorts, mm -hmm. sports shorts. Mm -hmm. And when he goes running and stuff, 
and also when he's on stage, he has these very, very specialised boxes that are really cheap yeah. and you can get them from anywhere. They're just tight and they, they just comfortably hold everything in place. Yeah. So you're not like, oh, there's a ball. Are they special exercise ones? They're, they're yeah. exercise ones. And they're so cheap. And it makes me furious because I was like, oh, cool. How much was like, oh, it's like, I don't know, four pounds or something. <gasps> and like, I'm my sports bra is 80 pounds. Yeah. And I... They, they lose their elasticity, obviously, quite quickly. The more expensive ones, less so. But in, like, six months or so, you've kind of got to get another one because you can feel your boobs moving again. And I like, when I'm exercising, I like them to be completely not moving. Yeah. Like, it hurts. And, yeah, so, like, every six months, I'm spending, like, 80 quid on a fucking sports bra. And he's like, yeah, cool. I've got, like, 12 pairs of these really cheap, Special simple, like, Primark do them. Like, ball-holding pants. Ball-holding pants. But I guess it's different because, I, well, I mean... It, like all all balls are the same kind of and boobs are very different from woman to woman I don't think that's I think a ball is as different as I a don't boob. think that as different like there is variation but I've seen some balls and they're all kind of the same like it's not like you've got like the difference between a double H and an A and an AA right yeah yeah is yeah. massive yes yeah, sorry whereas you don't get like double H balls do you which you do but then go well, to the doctor well maybe you get a big penis and it's too big of for running course, I'm so sorry for those people my heart bleeds for the men have, <laughs> that have penises so big they can't run but I think like when it's like you know a soft penis it just tucks into a yes we've all seen drag queens you guys can flatten it yeah and put it somewhere yeah so and I want to do that with my boobs we want to fl- yes. any men listening oh my god if we me. could if you could pre a running competition flatten them I absolutely and plop them away. That's my dream because sometimes, also, and not even oh, running, my God. just in life. Sometimes yeah. I like if it's summer and you just want to like pop to the shop and you just like pop a t shirt on. I just want to put my boobs away for a minute yeah. and just go to the shop. I can pop them back on while I'm at work. <laughs> of course. When I'm out. When I, when I want them out. But like, and especially not at the gym because at the gym, that's when you get like weird guys looking at you. So there is two parts to address here in the sports bar issue. Mm. Uh, one is about actual like running style and how it's affecting us. Yeah. And then the other is about the actual bras themselves. So I spoke to some running experts from Pure Sports Medicine who have a bunch of clinics around London um, and specialize in helping people running and getting into training and, you know, becoming mm. pro athletes. And they have a website, it's puresportsmed.com. And I asked, I said, I've read that a lot of running injuries come from, like, and especially that pain in your shoulders and pain, mm. a pain comes from tension um, and that we should keep our hands really loose and flail around like Phoebe in Friends. Right. Is that true? And they said that it's really important to stay relaxed while you run, even though that may sound super hard. If you're tense when you run, it's easy to fall into a poor form. Exactly mm. like you're saying about like this hunched tension and all it being in your face and in your neck, which can lead to early fatigue, poor performance and injuries. And it's really common to build up tension in the shoulders, allowing them to end up near your ears, which I can definitely imagine yes. myself running and then be like... And then be like, and oh God, they release my shoulders. Because sometimes you put them down, you're like, heavens above, those were high. Yeah. It causes your arms to like really swing instead of swinging freely forwards and backwards. They're sort of going side to side like oh, this. Oh, yes, yes, And then you're like, oh, you can really imagine like that oh, style yeah. as opposed to being like, woo, 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 which causes a lot of tension and pain. But also if you're, you know, really trying to do something long distance, it's a real total wasted energy. Now, they said as, as fun as it might be to try running like Phoebe from Friends, <laughs> that too will waste a lot of energy. <laughs> so instead, get yourself super flexible. And before you start running, stretch out your neck and shoulders and do that really really regularly be someone that just every night really does a good stretch put your shoulders out and do it every night and morning and check your hands because I bet they're also balled up into a tight fist yeah and 
which because you're like, uh, 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 and that tension moves from there straight up into your shoulders and into your neck. And so try and keep a relaxed fist. Imagine that you're holding um, an egg or a handful of crisps. Oh, which I would like to be yeah, when I'm right? running. Okay. Um, and something that really precious in your hands that you don't want to break. Mm. And so you're... You know, nice and yeah, gentle. I normally hold a water bottle when I'm running, which is probably the and I'm probably like and you probably really it, grip yeah. it. So we just like casually. So if you have got the water bottle, try and hold it gent- really gently, yeah. like an uh, egg, like an egg, or a crisp, or a crisp. Because <laughs> actually, I think an egg you, is actually impossible to break with force. You have to crack an egg, but so therefore crisps. You know, you want to keep those mm. crisps. I've been really sidetracked by the egg thing. I that, think that you can is true. crack an egg. No, you can't. Not with not with force. Oh, you have to get like a, a bit of a sharpness. Like yeah, a obviously you can crack an egg. Otherwise, like, how would anyone eat an egg? Definitely. But you can't if you're holding it. But if you throw an egg on the floor, it breaks. You're so right. That's the end of this theory. <laughs> you're completely <laughs> you right. Like it was a- I did. Maybe it's one of those pranks, like putting a light bulb in your mouth. Okay. Maybe it's one of those pranks that you tell people you can't crack an egg with force and then they're like, wow, and then they try and then they crack an egg. Yes. yes. I'm such an idiot. Okay, so <laughs> pretend that you've been, pr- you've been pranked by someone. Anyway, so you're preciously carrying an egg. Then elbows at right angles, mm. arms by your side. And watch that head position. Don't let it come forward or, or straight down looking yes, at the ground. I look at the floor. I do terrible. All the time. So actually you should just look straight ahead. I'm frightened though. If I look straight ahead, I'll catch eyes of people. Okay. And like just sort of like suddenly you're staring at someone who's walking in. You know, like if you're running and someone's walking the other way. And like I just don't want to look at them because it's weird. Just <laughs> stare them straight down. Okay. <laughs> then they'll yes. very quickly lose contact with you. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Yeah. So be the weirder one. Yeah. Or just yeah. look somewhere else. Look at a car or something, I suppose. Okay, so you've got mind, you've got body. And here we go to the socks. external stuff. Socks. Just get some good socks. Yes. Oh, trainer socks are so shit with so when you're running. So shit. They'll just be on, like, you, you'll have a nude heel within yeah, seconds. Exactly. Number one, get out of the women's department. Get yourself some men's running yeah. socks. As always, the women's stuff will have, like, a little bit of a pink bow on it. And it'll be more expensive because of the pink bow. And, in, and then, like, in pink embroidery, it'll say, like, endurance or... I can or some bullshit. Yeah. Just get in the men's section. Some, yeah, some, some bullshit like I can. <laughs> Sorry, that, was, yeah. <laughs> that does sound helpful and good. Yeah. Um, get yourself in the men's section. Get yourself a padded toe, padded heel, mm. padded... Uh, Just get a pillow. Get strap a pop it to a pillow. Your... Strap it to your feet. That probably yeah. would be fine. Be get Should you get the socks that you have that it makes your toes like fingers so they're like Absolutely gloves. Absolutely not. Individual toes. No. Socks. And if you are wearing those you can't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> Tessa really hates I them. I hate them I so find them much. weird but I think Tessa you want to like throw I up. I hate toes. Them. Right. The magic of a sock or a shoe is no toes. Yes. So for you to give me sock toe. That sock toe. <laughs> and it is more toe. I hate them. So some things on sports bras. So I spoke to two people about sports bras. Uh, one is Melody Vasey from sportsshoes.com who have a infinitely large range of sports bras amazing. that are all amazing and proper ones that aren't just like little fancy lovely lady a, things. Like a bit of napkin. Like a little napkin that say like lovely low impact for, uh, for like for lady, for tiny Keep lady. Keep your low impact. No, we've point. no time for low impact. We wouldn't be here if we, if we needed low impact. You need to get a good sports bra because if you have one of those ones that just like sticks them down, mm. you all you're doing is strapping this like huge weight to your chest in the wrong place and then your shoulders are like, I'm sorry? Like, uh, oh my God. So it has to be like as well fitted as a normal bra okay. don't just think like this is my sports bra who cares like or yeah. wearing two sports bras or or an extra extra small just to get them and extra, exactly that's exa- a key one and I've definitely done that it's I just did gone, that and I had hunt. shoulder problems exactly. so I really of see why of course because it's just completely the wrong thing and it's taking all that weight on here measure yourself every six months 
Okay. Gosh. Your legs or your... No, your bust. <laughs> and do you, do you measure it from the, the fullest part around? You do both. Okay, fullest and part you, and the bit underneath. Yes, and a bit underneath. And so again, like um, maybe go into a shop that you don't have to buy anything. Betty does them. Yeah, and go in somewhere that will explain it to you and be like, oh, I'm this size, rather than just being like... Exactly. The amount of times I brought a small just to like squash them in. They should be replaced every 30 to 40 washes, which I've definitely held on to them for much longer than that. And abandoned ship on anything that's like cotton or, or little like you need like proper, the word wicking needs to come up loads. Mm. You need like the real deal. They need complete cups, which are called encapsulation bras, mm-hmm. mm, which means two full things rather mm. than just one piece of material that squashes them into like a big mono boob. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes and then you're like sort of spilling out the top like a sort of body wench yes yeah, yeah visualizing you, that yeah, you've got like a, a cleavage to your chin to your chin yeah. and you're like well that's and it's like a big flat one pancake boob yeah that's... one huge horrifying boob <laughs> also if you're listening and you're thinking like oh I, what are you talking about I've only got A's I don't need this boob chat yes you do every single size needs oh, the boobs good. even though you think you've got really really small boobs you 100% need it because it's doing some damage if it's not there um, especially because if you're not wearing a sports bra it can cause joggers nipple oh my god someone i know literally got joggers nipple the other day it was like a chapped nipple yeah it's the worst thing i've ever heard yeah and they bleed yeah they bleed sometimes they have that like sexy racer back yeah the amount of like sexy bras in there that you're like yeah it looks cool but it's not doing anything and they're actually doing more damage than good so the ones that have like a sexy racer back they put all your the weight of those huge mono breast that it's now created and stuck to your chest they put all the weight of that on here which is called your trape- trapezium muscles oh, this right. triangle here which is behind the neck this sort of triangle between your neck and your shoulders mm. which always if you work at a desk you're like oh yes that does hurt to touch yes. and the first I mean, place someone massages and you're like oh god yeah. that's where they're putting all that weight on that muscle that isn't designed to take anything at all and so you're it's pulling on from like from your back from your shoulders everywhere it's oh, just god. screaming in pain and so you want the straps to come right out here to this bone on your shoulders you want them get them away from your neck and the further away they are so that your but your but your shoulders can take the weight of them look at my sports bra no stevie yeah. what's the race back but yeah, yeah okay. stevie showing me one and she's got the wrong she's got one on i've got one on i've got the wrong one on oh no and then this is from uh hagen schumacher an aesthetic surgeon oh who rebuilds and builds breasts for a living and says that there was this study from the university of portsmouth that found that when you're running or doing any exercise Women, we just thought they moved up and down, but actually they move up to 15 centimeters while running in oh all directions, up, down, forwards, backwards, side to side, and ultimately trace a figure eight pattern. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd love, you know, like those um, slow moves of like dash on yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, what, they're what they're called? The, the, uh, the, pu- the ones with the big puppy hush puppies with the big ears where they go up and down. I want to see that, but yeah. with all boobs. Oh, oh my God. My God. Like, it just needs to be possibly the most expensive and, like, military-grade piece of equipment that you have. And then and that you then have to change every, like, 30 washes. I can't stand it. I suppose just never wash it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. That's the loophole. There we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wash it once in a year. You're laughing. <laughs> Nobody else is around you. Yeah, exactly. Wash it. Perfect. You've got 30 years out of it now. <laughs> you can. I'm sure with, like, with good wear, like, I'm like- sure... And also, they must be ones. They must be ones that clip. So yeah. they aren't just one piece. Because if you're pulling, if they're, they're pointless. Exactly. If you can pull them over your head, firstly you get stuck in them all the time. But if yeah. you can pull them, if they're wide enough to pull over your head and your sh- your arms, then they're not going to be the right 
amount around your rib cage. Yeah. So they they must be a clip back. Okay. Really invest in that sports bra. Re- invest in good trainers, flat trainers. Yes, and get the right socks. Just get all the gear. And also, like this one's from Debbie Coates, who has actually run the marathon. Mm. And she said, you know, just get gear that you feel good in. Get the good stuff so that you feel like you know, if you're just out there in your dad's shorts or a t-shirt TK that you found. TK has the, some good stuff because yeah. it's last. And like, who cares about last season sportswear? It all exactly. looks good. So. I've got some stuff from there that, made, that immediately made me feel like I wanted to go to the gym. Exactly. You'll just feel like a million bucks. Um, and she also talked about the psychology of it hugely that um, you just have to make your mind think whatever distance you are setting out to do that day, whether that's the marathon or the end of the street, you have to tell your mind you're doing double that. So therefore, when you hit that point, you aren't like, oh, thank God, the end. You're like, oh, that's the halfway mark. She right, says yeah. that when, when she did the marathon, that when people hit the halfway point, everyone was just like, wah, easy, easy peasy. Why do people complain about doing a half marathon? Because everyone in that race had already committed mentally to doing twice that distance. Yeah, okay. So commit to doing 50 miles if you're running the marathon or whatever. And she also said that people turned the corner right at the finish line yeah. and someone was shouting like, that's the finish, that's the finish. And so people turned this corner in and then it turned out there was actually one more corner and people oh. were just collapsing oh. all over the place because not because their bodies had given way, but because they had mentally... Their brains had given their way. Brains had given way. They'd mentally committed that that was the end. Oh. It's so much your mind and you just have to crest that hurdle mentally because you absolutely can keep doing it. Amazing. Uh, hang in there. Believe in yourself. Find your love for it. Don't just force yourself to do it and don't... Relax. Relax. Don't make it a, a thing that you have to do. Make it something that you want to do and love doing and... If, if there's like apps help, you know, like the, the run trackers, if they help... Oh my goodness, that. yeah. Don't tell me about it on your social media. I know, definitely don't tell anybody. <laughs> and as we, if we, if if we get a summer, guys, if we get any I'm sunny right. day, um, <laughs> do consider like running to work because then it will feel yeah. like, A, you'll have like, you'll be the smuggest person in the office. Definitely. Um, if there's any sort of, sh- if you can leave your work stuff there the night before and if there's any sort of showering facility, mm. Running with anything on your back is going to be a nightmare. So yes, if you don't do that. Don't but do the, that. Um, yes, because then that's good because you've got like an A to B and you have yeah, to be there. So you have to like, be there. So well, you have to keep going. No. So, good stuff. I feel like I... I'm ready to run. Yes, I actually do feel like I may start running again. I, I mean, by, by again, I mean like that one time I got chased by a bee and then yeah. now, so yeah, maybe so, I'll try it again. <laughs> see if we can get another bee in here. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but yes, um, if you... Oh my God, if you are running, if you start running, if you have like, you know, if you just run to the end of the street... Tweet us. We will give you some hand applaud emojis and keep you going. Yes. Because um, I'm very impressed with anyone anyone that starts. Um, tweet me at Stevie M. The S is a five. At Tessa Coates. Uh, oh, what to say about that? No, nothing. I got nothing. Nothing, really. nothing at um, all. So email us podcast at thedebrief.co.uk. And if you like the podcast, then do um, give us a review because that does help so much. And um, and yeah, a rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. And write review. to us with any suggestions for things you'd like to hear about. Yes. And crucially, guys. Get yourself onto theeconomist.com forward slash debrief and go get a copy. Go get a copy of The Economist, guys, and just get more woke. <laughs> get more woke, guys. Facts, not noise. Oh, um, yes. Facts, not noise. Facts, not noise. Um, see you next week, guys. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. 